Hello and welcome to Manageable Conversations, the podcast where we speak to leaders across industry sectors. In each episode, we discover what helped them in their career, how they stay sharp, and their tips for managers to get the best from their teams. I'm Farley Thomas, the co-founder of Manageable. We hope this podcast inspires you to be a great leader by learning from others. Moving away from being an expert on something and doing it yourself to stepping up and allowing other people to do it and rather give a direction or a joint objective to that person, but not but holding yourself back from, oh, I just do it myself because it's much quicker when I do it myself right now than if I would teach someone how to do it. Uh, I think that's at the same time for me the biggest joy, but as well the biggest challenge. That's Petra Felgen, Managing Director of the UK and Ireland Division of Siwi, Europe's leading photo printing company. In this episode, Petra talks about the importance of being challenged by her team how she managed the transition from a corporate marketing role to a regional leadership position, when to be local versus global, and ways to get everyone involved in innovation. Welcome, Petra. Very nice to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Fali. Lovely to be here. So to kick off with, it would be great to get your sense of your leadership style. And where do you think the influences for that have come from? I don't want to control people. I want to give them the credit of their expertise and their experience and their possibility to really do their task in their own way, in their own manner. And the reason for that is very simple, because um, I've always had brilliant bosses, I have to say, who have given me this freedom to develop my own style and my own way and uh, we have always been able to align objectives and the way I got to these objectives was left to me and I was always able to seek guidance whenever I needed and wanted it but I was never imposed anything in particular but really given the the freedom to choose my own way and that's what I've loved and that's what I've appreciated so much from all my former bosses and my current bosses and that's what I tried to pass on and that's where really my management style come from. I realized, I think, because I've always had the pleasure to work in such international environments, to see that leadership needs to adapt to certain kind of personalities, of course. And I hope I can really say that I've created a good understanding of all these differences. And yes, some react more to my kind of style than others very clearly. Um, but I do think it has a lot to do with the personalities and, and the people behind it far more than, than just the nationality in a sense. Since you've been here, Petra, there's presumably an environment that you're now shaping and influencing after perhaps a period of observation and analysis. I'd love to know, you know how that has been for you and what, if any, conviction you've developed about the shape of the team around you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a super interesting question, Fali, because we have been discussing it so frequently in the management team really now as well. When I joined the company um, over nine years ago now, I, of course, saw it from the headquarter perspective. And mm-hmm. um, being back then the international marketing director, I had the pleasure to visit all our different sites. And I think the first um, comment I've made to my 
former boss then was, oh my God, we have 24 different companies. How can that be? Because I've come from corporate environments where, yes, we had as well international offices, but there was a very strong global or international kind of positioning of the company and the brand. And that was something which was very different here at CV. So when I came here over to the UK, of course, I knew already that it's going to be different um, because the organization has been led differently in the past. And it comes from a very different kind of background as well, because our internationalization strategy has always been to buy in former times photo labs. And these were times of analog film development. So uh, we needed geographically closeness to the consumers to deliver overnight the developed films. And over the years, of course, the company has changed, the production has changed, the digitalization hit the industry and, um, and transformed it completely. But our style of managing the countries hadn't changed. As a company, we have left the um, international sites to be very independent in a way. And um, in days we are living in now, this has a certain impact because, of course, we want to form one strong CV brand, for example. We had, of course, to specialize some of our labs across Europe because we will not be able to invest into every single machine for 14 different sites. It wouldn't make sense business-wise. So, But from a management style, we have never really created this kind of closer relationship in a way. We have had a very loose relationship, not to say that we don't influence and that we don't talk and manage, but the guidelines are very set very differently. And I was aware of that when I came over, but being then in the middle of it did feel very different, of course. And um, I have to admit at the beginning, it was overwhelming because um, naturally production, for example, is something completely new to me as well. So I had to learn to get to know the organization, but at the same time, I had to learn about new areas, which I hadn't been in charge of beforehand and hadn't had much of a contact with. And at the same time, I knew as I had to as well start developing the business or at least the vision for how the business should develop and form the organization while getting it to know the organization. Um, so it's been quite overwhelming in the first mm. couple of weeks. Probably the biggest challenge we faced was that there was not one united vision behind everyone was standing to say, this is our company's goal now, and this is what we believe in, and this is how we get there. So this is very much on what we are working right now, um, A, to have this clear vision, to know, okay, we need to build the brand, we need to gain a, a new customer as, as a retail partner, for example, and then to form the team behind it, behind the goals, but as well to form the team in terms of their personalities, give them the tools at hand to develop as well as a manager. And um, these are the big challenges right now. And this is what we are working on. You're giving me the sense of quite an international exposure as a marketing director. I mean, there are many functional leaders in organizations that yearn for a kind of having their arms around the entire organization. And, and you know, clearly you've started that process with shifting from kind of geographic functional responsibility to country responsibility, including production, etc. Any um, learnings you've had to smooth that transition or perhaps advice to people to not go down this path? Well, I think the key advice is really it needs to be a conscious decision. Um, and um, to me, it was a very conscious decision because I've had a career of 
almost 25 years, which has always been international in marketing. And I just knew from myself that I wanted to develop further and I wanted to gain this broader general management kind of understanding of a company. So it has been a very, very conscious decision to say, I want to actually broaden in terms of functions, but downsize in terms of countries mm. um, deliberately to get this completely different kind of perspective, because that's what mm. I found so interesting. And what I've always loved is this continuous learning. And therefore, mm. I've taken this conscious decision. But that would be my key advice. You really need to think it through because it's a different way of working. It's a very different kind of exposure as well to come from a headquarter position to a local position. You're suddenly, let's call it very casually, half as important <laughs> because you're not in the center anymore. You're not in the center yes. of information. You're suddenly mm. at, at the at the edge of the information. It's not where everything is happening. It's not where, you know, the, the center of the power is. And it's a very different perspective for sure. And I think it's key to really consciously take this decision. What about your manager in Germany, I assume? Has that relationship changed in the same way as you're characterizing your own shift from being in the center? Um, yes, as well. My, my relationship with my now direct manager line manager has changed and the way we are communicating is different um, because my position is of course a different one now um, and and I think we needed to find our way as well both of us in that sense um, of you know not falling back into this oh we only talk about marketing because that's what we were used mm. to talk about but now we actually have as well the wider topics and um, to find this balance and to find as well the balance as to, you know, what are the, the regularities which we want to have in communication and these kind of things, uh, of course. And it feels strange sometimes because you have known that person for so long and you had a certain way of interacting with one another. And now you need to bring it to another level, although the person is the same. Um, so, yes. yeah, it, it did change um, in ways, but um I always believe communication helps in the end. What about how the recipients of you as their new leader, you know, it, it, it strikes me that if you were MD of another country, perhaps people would think, oh, well, that's just a kind of lateral move. Yeah, but Petra has already run a country and maybe there's some success and people will think, oh, that magic will come here. <laughs> you know, you maybe had to grapple with some puzzlement perhaps you know what is this strange move you know from being international marketing director to country head of quite a quite a large country um so i think it's it's fair to say that for cv it's not nothing too unusual um because we have always tried to promote people from within the company uh into further positions so but of right. course, there are always um, colleagues who are probing if you can really do it and yes. who want to know it and who try, you know, to find the borders. Um, but I think that's that's more than anything else, human nature. And um, mm. to me, that's something which I encounter with asking questions and, and simply not pretending to know everything because there's no one in this world who knows everything, but simply being open and say, 
I don't know much about your area. Tell me all about it. What is mm. it? What, what drives you? What are the questions which you leave, leave you sleepless or whatever it might be? You know, talk to me about it. Um, and, and I think it's key to be open-minded and stay curious and just show this curiosity as well, not in terms of nosiness, but in terms of willingness to learn and um, accepting that there are people who have more knowledge on a certain field of expertise than I have. And it's fair enough. I, I'm not going to be the expert in everything. And on um, the point you made earlier on, Petra, about the number of countries that the organization is in and a growing sense of connecting them, I was keen to hear a bit more about the effect of these innovation days, which seemed particularly successful. Absolutely. I think it's it's an amazing uh, process we are following there as a company. I mean, um, we have taken deliberately the decision to say, despite the fact we are a technology-driven company, um, that we don't have an, an innovation department, but that we want to uh, build the success uh, based on all our employees. So year-round, every employee uh, has the possibility to upload ideas um, on an online platform, which we call our Innovation Lounge. And it can be any kind of idea. It can be a new product, it can be a new service, a new feature for the software or for the app or whatever it is. It's open for uh, basically three quarters of the year before then the blind audition season is starting and the jury sessions are starting. Um, to end up in, in our so-called innovation days, which are then um, two days where uh, this year a thousand colleagues met and had the chance to discuss amongst each other the various ideas which were coming out of all the different kind of auditionings and jury sessions. And um, again, that these days give people the opportunity to ask questions, to challenge the colleagues as well who had these ideas. Um, but on the other hand, give the opportunity to those um, who had the idea to get feedback from colleagues, to get new input as to how to develop this service maybe in a different way or for a different purpose as well. And then in the end, give everybody who's present the chance to vote and to give their voice to uh, certain products or features which they definitely want to say to see uh, then in, in the upcoming months. And based from these results, then we build our roadmap for the year. Um, so it's really a process where everybody can be actively involved in. And I think that's just a wonderful approach. And uh, we have seen already so many beautiful ideas coming out of it, we ha which have really brought the company forward as well. From, from all of your experience, are there some universals or some specific specifics that, that, that you could talk about in terms of the kinds of leaders you believe would work well around you uh, and what you're looking for uh, in particular? Um, I think in particular for my, my close management team, um, I'm looking for personalities who are independent but joy, enjoy working in a team. So having a close exchange, um, not trying to hide from the colleague uh, anything, but just being open for discussions and rather seeing it as an added value that you can get on a very informal way um, input and you have sparings partners. I think that's that's probably the best word 
looking for sparing partners around me um, who give me as well honest feedback because probably that's as well something I've learned in these first months now that there can be times which are very lonely as a managing director. Mm. There are things you can't mm. discuss with everybody. Then it's good to get at least from those people who are close to you in terms of working environment, um, open and honest feedback and having, you know, people who correct you as well with things or who just give you a certain hint that maybe you're running into the wrong direction and who are not afraid just because of your title you have. Mm. Again, I'm not someone who knows everything and I don't believe that I would have to. But um, there's this distance which is obviously there and which is clear and, and that's something I needed to learn to accept as well, that there is a distance. Yes. And what about the pressure of the role, Petra? And um, what helps you? Uh, what sources of relief or release are there well first of all i think my personality enjoys these kind of challenges so mm. i i don't really feel it as a burden this pressure but more as a igniting power sort of um mm -hmm. which you know which challenges me to to become creative to find solutions and these kind of things so i i probably from my personality take it rather positively um, and don't take this pressure as a very negative thing. Um, but secondly, um, again, having moved to a different country, of course, you first are on your own and, and you need to find your way around. Um, but I have uh, found that my international background has been building so many contacts over the years uh, who have located as well to the UK across hmm. the years. Um, that it's just wonderful to find this network again. So um, enjoying this kind of exchange with people who have a lot of in common with me because of a joint history, but still have taken as well different paths and have had different kind of experiences and just having this network outside of work to be able to exchange with, um, I think is helping me a lot um, as well in, in understanding the country and understanding the, you know, the questions the people are asking themselves in the UK on a daily basis. Um, so that is definitely something which helped. Secondly, it does help to know the company already for quite a while and to know exactly if I have a question, whom could I call in a different country, in headquarter, whatsoever. I just have created over these years such a network that I have a very easy access to, to people where I know I can find a sparings partner as well within the within the company, but not within the necessarily the local company. And last but not least, I think, you know, being open to, to, to coachings and these kind of things as well. I've joined a, a local coaching group just to get to know other local MDs of similar sized businesses to, to get as well there a different kind of sparings partner again and, and a different kind of exchange. And yeah, I think, I think the multitude of these kind of factors um, is really uh, supporting me in this role and taking the pressure really off in ending it in a negative way in any way. And this might be tricky for you to answer, Petra, but having come from the headquarters where perhaps there is sort of maybe some kind of standardization or globalization that yeah. is predominant, what's your take on Siwi being a global brand versus the, the level of local uh, specificities that are to be celebrated mm -hmm. rather than tolerated? 
I think it very much depends on which part of the business are you looking at. I think the organization here has been very much focusing on, on doing everything local. And from an organizational point of view, a lot of efficiencies have been lost with that um, mm. because there are tools which you don't need to reinvent. You can just take them and rather put your power and your resource and your time in then really creating things which are locally relevant. Now, let's take an example. Do I need to have an expense system, which is a local system? No, expenses just need to get paid then in the end again. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what kind of system it is. But do I need to take the brand and, and potential retail partners on a local level and focus on that? Because that is nothing I can just replicate one-to-one. -one. Yes, so I think finding this balance and then... To me, the biggest challenge is making the organization understand this necessity as well and that they are adding far more value on those things which really make an impact with a local solution versus I just want to localize for, sake, for the sake of localizing things. I think mm. that's probably the biggest challenge and that's probably what I've learned most from this transition as well, that because of how the company is structured, the market simply had this history of, I do everything on a local level. Mm. And funnily enough, paying as well headquarter for being there. And you're like, yeah, but now you're paying double. <laughs> you're paying <laughs> a license fee for two systems which do exactly the same thing. Yes. And, and Petra, if I may, a final question on the topic of managers in general. What, from your experience, is the amazing opportunity from managing people, but also perhaps drawing on your own experience, the massive challenge? The amazing opportunity is probably to see things from a different perspective, from a broader perspective, but it's at the same time as well the biggest challenge, moving away from being an expert on something and doing it yourself to stepping up and allowing other people to do it and rather give a direction or a joint objective to that person, but holding yourself back from, oh, I just do it myself because it's much quicker when I do it myself right now than if I would teach someone how to do it. Mm. Uh, I think that's at the same time for me, the biggest joy, but as well, the biggest challenge. Well put, Petra. I wanted to thank you so much for sharing if you enjoyed this manageable conversation there are Thank many other perspectives we offer our community of managers worldwide who coach and individuals from all walks of life who benefit from being coached that's all from me i'm farley thomas until next time